How will the Dallas Cowboys try to stop Jalen Hurts in Week 9? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, it's week nine. Cowboys, <laughs> Eagles. Doesn't really get any bigger than this. This is for number one, the uh, number one seed, you know, halfway through the season. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it's, it's uh, just an enormous game. Frankly, in a lot of ways, you know, if you take the kind of emotional, which is weird to say, this is going to be weird to say, but if you take the emotional uh, uh, investment out of the 49ers game, this is a much bigger game than the 49ers game. Because the, the path, especially now that the 49ers have lost three games in a row, uh, this puts you in the driver's seat for the number one seed. And considering how the Cowboys have played at home so far, if they could find a way to win this game, they could. The Eagles face a very difficult schedule over the next three or four weeks. They, you know, you could. They do. They do have a bye week coming up, but after that, they face a tough schedule. If the Cowboys are find a way to win a game in Philadelphia that sets them up for when they play Philadelphia at home. That puts them in the driver's seat for the number one overall seed, which obviously would, you know, set them up very well for the playoffs. Yeah. This is a very big game for a week nine game. Um, but I mean, considering how thin the margins are between these two teams, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's for all the marbles as much as a week nine game is for all the marbles. So after this game, you, you mentioned the buy, here's the next three games for Philly and the next three games for the Cowboys. It's crazy. It's at Kansas city, uh, home against the bills on a short week, home against the Eagle or home against the uh, 49ers. That's their next three games. Dallas's next three games on the flip side. Home against the Giants, at the Panthers, home against the Commanders. You win this game if you're the Cowboys. I, I don't want to look too far ahead, but there's a chance that you have, you know, a game and a half lead kind of going into that next matchup. And if you win the next matchup between the, you know, the Eagles and the Cowboys in Dallas, you're talking about potentially putting away the division. That's how big it is. On the flip side, the Cowboys lose this game. Now you're two and a half games back of Philadelphia, right? You have three losses. Philadelphia has won. They already have the tiebreaker. It's a monster, monster game. Uh, in order for the Cowboys to win this game, Landon, they're going to have to find a way to stop Jalen Hurts. How do you think Dan Quinn and this defense is going to try to slow him down? Well, I think the first thing that they got to do is is find a way to make Jalen Hurts the way to beat them. Like they got to slow down the run game. Uh, they got to take you know Jalen out of that aspect of it too. Which I think one thing we have to talk about up front is that Jalen is not one hundred percent right now, right? Like he and maybe he'll be closer to one hundred percent this week, but over the last few weeks he's 
not there. And, and he finished that Miami game, if I'm not mistaken, or the, or the Miami game with with a knee brace on his left knee. I think he I did he play with it against Washington. I can't remember. I don't remember. But it, he clearly doesn't want to get outside the pocket, and he clearly doesn't look uh, as explosive as a runner uh, than he has in the previous week. That doesn't mean he's not dangerous. He had an incredible game in helping bring them mm-hmm. back against Washington. Uh, but I think that the point is, is that he's a little bit hobbled. I think that if you can find a way to put it all on Jalen and, 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 you know, kind of eliminate some of the run game stuff that puts them in those kind of advantageous positions to convert third, uh, second. I mean, they don't even get the third down a ton. They, they convert on first and second down. They win on early downs, which puts them in a situation where they don't get to those third downs that the Cowboys defense can really live on. So the Cowboys have got to find a way to put them into passing situations uh, and, and then make Jalen operate from the pocket, uh, especially since he's not, you know, like, like I said, a hundred percent. So he's not going to feel as comfortable trying to slip out of the pocket and get a big play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will still do it and the Cowboys still need to be aware of it, but he's not the same kind of dangerous player that we would have faced earlier in the season. If the Cowboys had faced him before he kind of banged his knee up. Uh, I think the key thing is to force him to stay in the pocket, force him to operate from inside the pocket, uh, and then take your chances with the pass rush getting to him. To me, it's the interior pressure, right? Can yep. you get pressure in his face? Because I just don't know how willing he's going to be to try to get outside the pocket and try to make throws on the run. If you can get some pressure in his face, I think that's when some of the turnovers have come this year. Um, and frankly, that's the way to attack Philadelphia. Their tackles are yeah. so good. Uh, and I, I know they have an all-pro center in Jason Kelsey, but the guard spots have been relative weaknesses for them. I mean, this is an awesome, awesome offensive line. But if you're going to attack them, attack the guards, I think this is a game where you're probably going to see Michael Parsons trying to line up against these guards one-on-one just to try to create some havoc in the middle of that pocket. Yeah, and I think on top of that, too, you may want Micah Parsons in the middle of that defense on early downs anyways to kind of help you know, you know, corral the run game a little sure. bit to get them into passing situations. So, uh, uh, you know, Micah attacking the front in the middle of the pocket, uh, I think is a good plan on first, second, third down run game, pass game. I think that that's something that the Cowboys should try to find uh, ways to you know use to, to take advantage to, to blow even to blow up run schemes. Uh, I think you know attacking that middle of the offensive line, not because it's a huge weakness, it's just. When you're talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles, it, there aren't a ton of weaknesses on no. either of these two teams. So you're, you you got to pick your spots and, and put your best players against you know their average players. Which in, in, when you're facing don't these have two many. teams, yeah. average players are, are are the worst you're going to find, frankly, on these two starting lineups. I'm fascinated to see what the Cowboys do to try to slow down AJ Brown. Is it Deron Bland and safety help? Is it Stephon Gilmore who has a little bit more size that could match up with AJ Brown? That's probably the way I would like to see this is use Gilmore just because he's going to know all the tricks to to try to slow down AJ Brown. He's going to know when to hold him, when to be a little bit more physical, but you can't let AJ Brown take over this game because he's been doing that all season and he's made teams pay. Yeah, and and he has been their method for trying to beat man coverage, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is when they when when teams go into man coverage, that's when they uh, they try to start feeding the ball to AJ Brown, who's been able to take advantage of, of those matchups. The Cowboys are a much better man coverage team than you know ninety five percent of the NFL. Uh, so I, I but I do think it's important for the Cowboys to maybe mix up their coverages a little bit more than they used to. Also, just because you have a guy in Jalen Hurts who, even injured, even the way he is now, 
uses his legs in, in a very positive way. So you, you probably want eyes on the quarterback a little bit more than you would normally. Uh, so I, I just look out for that. Obviously, the Cowboys will play probably a little bit different coverage than they would normally because of who Jalen Hurts is. And frankly, because of, of A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is a very difficult stop uh, in a one-on-one situation. So if you're in man coverage, you're probably getting some help anyways. I think the Eagles are going to get to their typical 24, 27, maybe even 30 points in this game. But it's going to be, can you force turnovers? Can you get sacks? Can you get good field position? Like, can you stop them on the first drive of the game and try to flip the field? The Eagles are really good on offense. Now, there's times where they get there's they get into a little bit of a lull, but they can yeah. also be really explosive and score touchdowns yeah. on three straight drives. So it's all about when you – you're going to get a couple of chances to make a play on Jalen Hurts. You've got to – You've got to make those plays. Otherwise, you're probably going to lose this game. Sound familiar to anybody? Sometimes the offense gets into a little bit of lulls, but they can be really explosive and score three touchdowns. It sounds a lot like the Cowboys offense, to be honest. These teams are, are, despite styles being very different, uh, they're actually very similar in a lot of ways. If the Cowboys are going to win this game on Sunday, they're going to need a huge performance from Dak Prescott. Will he get it done? We will discuss that more uh, in the next segment. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. I love how many different players that you can choose from, how many different stats that you can choose from. It's absolutely fantastic. I also love that Price Picks offers a reboot policy that will reboot your entry. If one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance and injury policy. It's absolutely fantastic. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On is kicking up our coverage with the Locked On NFL kickoff live show. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and so much more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country, who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Landon, let's talk about Dak, who has had a really nice career against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, We saw him last year in the one game that he played. Absolutely dominated in that one. Do you expect him to have the same success in Philadelphia this year? I do. I mean, I think that he, you know, the Cowboys, there's been a lot of talk so far about the splits, the road the home splits on this offense. And, you know, I, I think it's it's kind of a small sample size to be, you know, really kind of buying into those kind of splits, even if you did buy into those kind of splits anyways. 
Um, I think that the offense, you know, has shown that it's really more just about kind of getting in, in within themselves. It's, it's not really a road versus home thing. I think you saw in LA, uh, that the chargers game, you know, I, I think that there would have been a lot more points in that game if, you know, the third party involved in that game had been less, uh, officious in the, in the game. I, wonder uh, who you're I, talking think, about. I don't have any idea. Don't find me, please. Uh, I, I think that, you know, the, the key thing here is that, you know, Dak has got, had a lot of pressure, uh, a lot of success, uh, against the Eagles across multiple defensive coordinators, uh, with a lot of the same, uh, you know, uh, uh, personnel involved. Uh, I do think that if the Cowboys are able to find a way to protect Dak, uh, and, and and keep him upright, there's a lot of success to be had against the secondary. I, you know, I just don't know that Darius Slay is the same guy that he was last year. Bradbury is still a very good corner, but I think, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a gambler, so there's definitely times when you can take advantage of that. Uh, and they have a big gaping – I mean, look, we just talked about it in the last segment. This, these are two very talented teams. There are very few holes uh, across, these, uh, across these two rosters – the biggest hole, I think, on either side of these two teams is the Eagles nickelback situation, and they don't especially have a corner. They don't have especially in uh, when you look at who they have to line up against. The Cowboys' number one offensive weapon is a slot receiver. So I agree with a lot of the other kind of people that have been talking, despite the fact that the Cowboys have moved Dak around a little bit, especially CD, in these last CD. two games. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> probably not moving Dak around a lot no. too much. Uh, they're keeping CD, uh, moving CD around a lot. Uh, I think that this may be a game where you see a, a reversion back to a heavy slot uh, receiver role because you're going to be looking to take advantage of whoever's in that slot spot. So uh, I think that that is where Dak will be focused. I think if Dak continues to try to uh, uh, focus on feeding CD uh, and you know getting the ball out quick, that that will open things up for the run game underneath and that will help him as the game goes on. But I think the key thing that we need from Dak is something that he has struggled with at time. And it's about getting in rhythm early on the road. And that's going to be a key component of this is finding a way to complete some early passes on first and second down to open things up a little bit more for the run game, because otherwise you're facing a very ferocious Philadelphia defensive line, especially the interior. It's going to be difficult to run the football unless you kind of get them into a more spread out situation, unless you get them focused on the passing game. Uh, and then once Dak is able to kind of get the, the the defense back on its heels a little bit, he'll be able to make it easier for the offense overall by running the football. But that's only after Dak kind of opens things up to the pass first. I want Dak to be aggressive in this game because we've even seen like Sam Howell the last two games that they played against Philadelphia. If you're aggressive, you can make a lot of big plays yeah. against this. Not only just the nickelback situation, but also the corners. Slay and Bradbury are both in their 30s, and I think they both regressed a little bit. The safeties, Kevin Byard still working his way into a little bit, and the linebackers just haven't been great in coverage. Yeah. But it's important not to press, because if you press in this game and you turn the ball over in Philadelphia, that crowd is going to go nuts. Like, mm-hmm. And I understand if you're punting back to Philadelphia, it's not a great thing. It's much, much better than turning the ball over and just getting that crowd into a frenzy. So it's a fine line for Dak of being aggressive without being reckless, right? Uh, I, I'm curious to see how he balances it. But we've seen even last year, right, when they when Dak threw the interception, was it on the first drive of the game? Yeah, to Josh Wett, he managed to bounce back and be basically flawless the rest of the way. I do think he's going to have a pretty good game here on Sunday. I do too. And, and I think that, you know, when you say being aggressive, I think for me, 
I want the play caller to be the one who's aggressive, right? Like I want to see the play calling be aggressive early and, and, but, but within allowing Dak to play within himself early. And then once you feel like, okay, Dak's feeling it, he's, he's, he's in a, in a rhythm attack, 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 attack down the field, score points. Don't rely on the fact that you know that your defense is going to be able to stop the Philadelphia's offense. You don't know that you need points. You need to put them in the situation that you, you need to put them in the quicksand, the Cowboys quicksand, right? Like you got to get those points up in front of them, make them throw the football, and then you can unleash the monster that is your pass rush. And that's when uh, you can make them all go to sleep. And, and that, uh, that's, but it's gotta yeah. be a, a points game. You gotta be able to score points on, on offense. One more thing here on the offense. This has got to be a Tony Pollard game. Like, we've been waiting all season long. Talk to Gino on the crossover. Like, one of the weaknesses that Philadelphia has is outside runs. Their linebackers just have not been very good at getting sideline to sideline to make plays. Cowboys haven't really run Tony Pollard a lot on some of those wide zone plays. But, man, if there's ever a week for the Cowboys run game to, like, finally click and work, it's this one. Because if the Cowboys can run the ball against this defense, keep Philadelphia on their heels a little bit, they should be able to score 24, 27, 30 points in this one. I think that's the one area where the running game had started to get some traction a little bit last week, right? You saw some of these outside runs getting there. Uh, you, I think that that's where you're you're having a little bit more comfort with some of these tackles. And, and you know, like if maybe you, you run some more power where you've got Tyron or whoever's on the left tackle down blocking and you're pulling Tyler Smith out and having him in space, that's really going to be dangerous for these guys. So, uh, I agree. I think there is a, a, a way to kind of attack the outside edge. You, you need to be able to have success in the run game somewhere, whether that's, you know, opening up to the pass, finding some, uh, 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 you know, uh, edge on the edge, I guess, and, 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 and being able to kind of get uh, get somebody blocked off and sealed off and getting, you know, five and six yards on outside zone or a toss sweep or something like that. I think that those are the kind of ways that you keep things going, but you, you really need to make sure that you're, keeping that defensive line guessing. And it's not just as simple as a five-step, seven-step drops, uh, or you're trying to scan the field, or you're uh, long developing passing concepts. Uh, you just cannot uh, consistently drop back and stay hold on to the ball in the yeah. pocket for long periods of time. So you're going to need to mix in the pa- uh, short passing game. You're going to need to mix in the run game in order to be successful. Especially with the uncertainty at left tackle. Tyron Smith did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday. He was working in the rehab group. His status remains... Pretty questionable for week nine. Yeah. Chuma Udoga, now he did practice on Thursday, uh, but he also now has a knee injury on top of the ankle injury. I, I'm going to guess that he's going to play, but he's going to do so, I would think, at less than 100%. And if it's not Udoga, it's probably going to be Austin Richards, a fifth-round left tackle from North Dakota. Philly North native, Dakota. by the way. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> hey, hopefully he has a good game. But this no, this can't be a no. seven-step drop wait three and a half seconds for a long override. It's going to be, I think the game plan needs to be very similar to like what we saw against the jets in, was it at week two? Quick, 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 get the ball out of Dak's hands yards after catch. That's how you play. Yeah. And, 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 you know, look, I think that if you can find a way to protect Dak, you're going to be able, the good news here is that it's not a situation like, you know, some of these other teams where they have a great secondary and a defensive line. Like if you can find a way to protect, protect Dak early, uh, the these wide receivers should be able to find ways to get open. And, and I mean, they're and, better and, than the Rams, but it is, it, in that same way that we talked about last week, like if you protect the front, you should be able to have a big day against the secondary. And frankly, that's been the case all year long for Philly, right? Like when they haven't been able to get pressure with their front four, 
We've seen even some average quarterbacks absolutely shred them. So protection, protection, protection. It's the number one goal for the Cowboys uh, in this game. Landon, let's make some predictions. Cowboys, Eagles uh, on Sunday afternoon next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to a timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That is your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, that's your time to order in with DoorDash. Why root for your favorite team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on all your football uh, watch party favorites. This is a great time to order in for DoorDash. You're watching this Cowboy Eagle game. Order some pizza from one of the several fantastic local pizza uh, places out in Dallas or out in Arlington. Uh, I I love to have tacos on game day. It's one of my staples. Uh, Landon, what do you like to have game day food-wise? I mean, it, it mix it up usually between wings or pizza because I'm a big pizza guy. So yeah. I usually like to do wings early, pizza late. Get prepared before game day even. Get ready like on Saturday. So you have all your favorite appetizers, all of your tailgate gear on DoorDash and get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off, up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. All right, Landon, it's the best part of the week. It's prediction time. How do you see this NFC East showdown going on uh, on Sunday? This has got to be one of the tighter of these games that we've seen in a while, right? Like where it felt like these two teams were really evenly matched, you know, and that it's a uh, it's really going to be about performance. Honestly, I, I don't see a ton of daylight between these two teams. I don't see a ton of huge mismatch opportunities for both of these. I think there's probably one or two on each side of the ball for each team. Uh, and I think that that, that it's really going to be about who goes out there and executes better. Um, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win, and I I think it's going to be a more low scoring affair than we imagine. Mm. Um, I, I think it's going to be a 24 to 21 Cowboys victory. Um, you know, look, the, the Cowboys, like 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 we said on the splits that I just dismissed not too long ago, that they uh, that they score. I think they're averaging 21 points at, uh, at home uh, on the road. I'm sorry. And something like 30 points on the road, uh, 30 points at home and 21 points on the road. So there is a big disparity between the, these two. But I do think that the Cowboys offense is trending in the correct direction. I think they finally have found a balance there. Um, and I think that they're going to have a little bit more success than uh, they had previously on the road uh, in Philadelphia. Dak, like we said, has had a ton of success here. There's a lot of familiarity, despite all the kind of you know, in between pieces, all changing out. New defensive coordinator, sub, several different pieces uh, uh, changed out on the defense. Uh, so I think the Cowboys will be able to have some success. Uh, I think it'll be tough to kind of hold on to it. And that, I think what we'll be doing is nail-biting whether or not we can run out the clock. Uh, I think Philadelphia will find a way to come back, but I don't know that it'll be enough. Uh, I'm anticipating a big turnover in the fourth quarter to seal the game. Cowboys win 24-21. I think the Cowboys and Eagles are going to split this series. Um, and I just think the Cowboys are a much better home team than they are a road team. So I'm going to give the Philly Philadelphia Eagles this one. I think this is going to be a game where the Eagles 
have the lead for the most part and they're controlling, but not dominated. Not like the 49ers game where this game is over at halftime. Something where it's like 27-21 Philly um, and the Cowboys, maybe they have, you know, they have to get out the field at the end of the game and they don't. Uh, I think these are two very similar teams and I think the home field advantage is really the only difference here. So I'll go Philly in a very close game. Should be a lot of fun. I mean, we, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. This game is far more important than the 49er game. As much as we talked about that being a measuring stick, this is a huge game. If the Cowboys can win this, they would be the number one seed after nine weeks of the season. With their upcoming schedule and a bunch of home games coming up, you win this, you put yourself in great position to be the number one or number two seed. Massive, massive game for the Cowboys and the Eagles on Sunday. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every single day. Uh, We are free and available on all platforms. Check out our show on YouTube. We post videos every single day. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game, and we'll be right back here on Monday to break it all down.